0: You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect, episode 14. And if you're one of the 92 million people in the world who are in direct sales, this episode is for you. Hello, hello, hello. Kristen Brown here with the Happy Hour Effect. I'm so excited that you are joining me for this episode number 14. And today I'm really excited because we are going to be talking about direct sales secrets. Now, a lot of people have a stereotype about direct sales. And for those of you that don't know what direct sales is, it is those companies that have team members in the field that are selling on their behalf. So think Avon, Mary Kay, It Works, Rodan and Field, Shackley, Oh, gosh, there's thousands of them around the world. And these kind of companies have stereotypes behind them from people that have never been involved in the industry. And I did a little indirect survey of some people that I've worked with, people that I've met at speaking events, just to get some words that people associate with direct sales. And here are some of them that came up most often. Scam, multi-level marketing, pyramid scheme, salesy, and pushy. Now, I'll tell you my story. I thought those were the words that defined direct sales, too, until I decided to start my own direct sales company. And I don't mean I was going to go sell Mary Kay or I was going to go sell Aneva or something like that. I was actually going to start a direct sales company for Happy Hour Effect, where I would have team members and consultants out in the field selling Happy Hour Effect products and earning commission from that sale. And... When I went into it, I discovered what an amazing and awesome opportunity it is to be in the direct selling world because it allows you to own a business without all of the hassle and headache of overhead and having to (laughs) purchase an office space, having to do all of those things that you're doing when you're starting up all on your own. That's all done for you. The marketing, the sales, the customer service, the shipping, the amazing products, the collateral, the catalogs, it's all there for you. And you own that business. You truly own that business and it's up to you to make it great. But because there have been stories about pyramid schemes and those things that are illegal... These are not direct selling strategies. These are illegal things that have happened in the past that have gotten major news coverage. It's given the direct selling industry a bad name. And I think that's really sad because it is an amazing industry with amazing people who are making loads and loads of money, who have control and freedom over their own lives, and who are really making changes in their lives for their families. It's really, really cool. And so that's why I wanted to do a show for all of my direct selling listeners. There are 92 million of you around the world who are in direct sales. And I know a lot of my listeners and a lot of my fans are in direct sales. And I know a lot of my friends and family who are in direct sales. And myself, I'll, I'll give you the end of the story where I was going to start my own direct sales company. I still might do it. It's in the works. It's all about structure and it's not easy to start a direct selling company because there's so many things that have to go into the back end, which I'm sure if you were in direct sales, you know that because you've seen the back end of your company's websites, and you know how much probably goes into it. So stay tuned for more on that later on down the road for me. Anyway, before we jump into the great, good, awesome content of the show, I just want to remind you that you can get the show notes from this show on my website at happyhoureffect.com. Just click on podcasts. And if those of you who have listened every week and get the show notes every week... I redesigned my website over the weekend. (laughs) So the podcast link is still there right at the top in the navigation bar, but the menu items are different. Show notes, happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcasts. And for those of you that don't make it from listening and clicking over to the show notes, I'm going to give you a little incentive. I often share little freebies on there. I share other resources I don't mention on the show that relate to what I'm talking about. So always go over there and be sure that you just give it a quick glance, even if you don't read it in depth. Just see if I'm sharing anything cool or free that week. All right, happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcasts and then just scroll down to the episode. This is number 14, direct sales secrets. All right, some other big news before I jump in. I have been on the air for almost two months and it is jam-packed every week and I'm just rocking and rolling on the charts and it's amazing and I'm so, so, so thankful and thrilled for everybody that is listening and that has given me the amazing five-star reviews I really appreciate it And because of how well the show is going, I'm going to open it up to sponsorships. So if you or someone you know owns a business or a company that would benefit from getting in front of my audience and you want to consider sponsoring the show, give me a jingle. I'm not going to do a lot because I obviously don't want to have commercials during my show. That's not my deal. My deal is to give you content. But if you want to be a sponsor and help my audience with whatever product or service it is that you offer, give me an email. Kristen at happyhoureffect.com and I look forward to hearing from you. All right, let's get into this. So direct sales, I already told you about kind of the stereotypes that exist in that industry from people that aren't in it, people that are looking from the outside in. And then I told you a little bit about my story and how I have considered starting my own direct sales company and my work with clients that are in direct sales, either as a full-time job or as a part-time job. And between all of those things, I have really learned so much about the industry and seen success stories, and I've seen giant failures. The turnover rate in the direct sales industry is high. People come in, they have these grand plans to start and grow a business. They think it's gonna give them time, freedom, and the money's gonna roll in. And then they get started, they outlay the money for the starter kit to get them up and running, and then the money doesn't come in as fast as they thought. They're not getting recruits to come in as their downline to help them make more money and build their team. It's just more work than they thought. And it's really interesting because when I talk to people about why they think they haven't been able to succeed in direct sales, I get very similar answers about, oh, time or not knowing what to do, just not having the right skill set. And here's my thought on that. If you can talk to people, you have the right skill (laughs) set. If you're able to weave a great story either online or in person, you have the right skill set. If you're able to use technology even just a little bit, you have the right skill set. The key here is that you need to elevate and commit your brand, your mindset, and everything that goes into your business and into your life outside your business and shift it all so that you can make that business a priority. Because even the most reputable and respected direct selling company that has a proven turnkey sales system is going to be worthless. It's going to be ineffective if you aren't ready to embrace the direct selling life. Because I will tell you, when I've looked into different selling selling opportunities for myself or for friends or clients. The tools and resources are amazing. They have training that's free, that is so high quality, so high caliber. They bring in the most amazing speakers for their conventions, the most highly paid speakers for their conventions. One of my dreams is to be on stages in the direct selling industry because I love you guys so much. I admire you so much for what you do And you're like me. We're entrepreneurs. We want to grow our business. We want to have a life that we love that really, really helps us create that dream life we have in our mind for ourselves and our loved ones, right? So we're homies. We are on the same team. And today I want to share with you some tips to become more successful in direct sales. Because as a brand expert and a publicist and having been in corporate marketing for a long, long time, I've seen some things that work and I've seen some things that don't. So I want to kind of debunk some myths and give you some tools that you can really use to elevate your direct sales business, get you more recruits, get you more customers, get you more referrals, okay? Here we go. Now, the key to success in direct selling is that you need to differentiate you and your brand from the 92 million other direct sales people in the world. Think about just your company. The 250 biggest direct selling companies make up 80 or 90 percent of all of the direct sales income revenue in the world. So if you're working for one of those top 250, chances are There are thousands of people selling the identical product as you. Sometimes tens of thousands of people selling the identical product as you. They're using the identical sales system. They're using the identical marketing process. They're getting the identical same opportunities for training and conventions. So what's the differentiating factor? It's you, right? You are the differentiating factor. It's up to you to take all of those amazing and awesome training tools, those resources, that sales system that have been proven to work time and time again. That's why these companies are making millions and billions of dollars. It's up to you to commit. It's up to you to learn how to use them. It's up to you to elevate your own skill set. It's up to you to shift your mindset to make all of it work. Otherwise, like I said before, even the most brilliant and amazing systems from the most amazing and largest direct selling companies are going to be worthless. It's up to you to differentiate yourself and learn how to use them, okay? So I'm going to give you five, and I'm going to count them down from five to one. I'm going to give you five direct sales secrets that will make a huge difference in your business and in your life and happiness, all right? Number five. Number five is to become tech savvy. A lot of people jump into direct sales and then they get into the back-end systems and it's like, well, I don't know where to click. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to set my profile. Well, because you've never taken the time to really learn how to be tech savvy, to use computer systems, to use social media, to do things that really get you in tune with today's modern world. Because... The present state of the world is technology-driven in the first world countries. It just is. You need to get into the swing of things with technology and learn how to use these systems because if you don't, you're going to fall by the wayside. You're never going to get that that marketing going like you want it to. You have to learn how to use computers and use social media. I'm going to give you a couple of specific tips here for this one on how to become tech savvy. The first is you need to learn how to use your back-end systems. Every one of those companies has tutorials on how to use your back-end system. Go to your upline, that person that recruited you to the team. Have them train you. You have to know how to use those back-end systems so you can track your customers, so you can track your orders, so you can track your income. You want your money, right? You're going to get more money if you're tracking things more effectively, and the back-end is also where all the training is housed, right? So use that. Take the time to learn it and really get familiar with the ins and outs of that back-end system to help you really elevate your tech savviness and your presence. All right, number two within this, number five, becoming tech savvy. The next one is you need to promote like a boss. If you're out there just kind of playing around, putting things out there and you don't have a plan or process in place, you don't have a strategy. You're just throwing stuff to the wall and hoping it sticks. You need to promote with a plan you are the boss of your company, even if it's just you, you're the boss of you, you're the boss of what you put out into the world, so you need to have a marketing plan that gives you the structure you need to stay on task with what you're putting out there, whether it's in social media, whether it's with emails, whether it's with the newsletter, whether it's with videos, and some of the things I'm gonna talk about next. Another thing you can use to become more tech savvy is welcoming people to the team in social media publicly that one's an easy one. Learn how to use Facebook and tag people and upload photos. If you don't know how to do those three things, use Facebook, tag people, and upload photos, there's no way you can really create a really excited, engaging team presence for you and and the rest of your team, right? So learn how to do those simple tasks. The next one is learning how to film videos and sharing those. Filming a video with your phone is about the easiest thing you can do. It's easier than using social media on your phone. You hold it up and you talk into it. You can share tips, you can share quotes, you can share ideas, you can share case studies and success stories, personal stories, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Learn how to film videos because it is the wave of now and the wave of the future. And then the final thing under becoming tech savvy is be sure that you're sharing tons and tons of success stories across technology. Not just on Facebook, but learn how to use Twitter, learn how to use LinkedIn, learn how to use Google Plus, learn how to use all of the different social media platforms out there so that you're getting your message out there in a bigger way. So number five, becoming tech savvy. You must, must, must learn how to use these social systems, how to use computers, how to use company's back end or you will lag behind you'll be frustrated and your business will really feel stuck and you'll end up quitting because you just don't want to invest the time or commitment in learning those systems so learn them number four another direct sales secret take every training and video your company offers there's a reason that they're making millions and billions of dollars and why some of their consultants are making six sometimes even seven figures even if you only want to make an extra 500 bucks a month for fun money these videos and these trainings are designed to help you elevate your business, to help you build your personal brand, to help you sell more, to help you recruit better, to help you create stronger relationships. So be sure that you really invest the time and energy in going through those trainings, in going to the conferences, in watching the videos that they put out and reading the newsletters and become an expert on your company, become an expert on the products, become an expert on marketing, become an expert on social media and promotion and sales and all that stuff that goes into it. Go through the trainings. They work and they're amazing. So use them. That's number four, using your company's training and videos. Number three is you must elevate your personal brand. If you're selling skincare and someone walks in with a wrinkly old face that's covered in zits and dry skin flakes, do you want to buy skincare from that person? Probably not. More than likely, you're going to look at them and say, "Mm, I don't want to buy skincare from them because I don't trust it. On the other hand, if you're selling weight loss products, and you yourself are overweight, people probably aren't going to believe that that is something you truly believe in or that truly works. So you're going to have a hard time getting people to buy that product from you. So always think about your personal brand. And the things that go into a personal brand are your appearance, your wardrobe, your mood, your behaviors, what kinds of things you're posting on social media. You know, if you're always cranky and crabbing about things on social media, people are not going to want to hang out with you, do business with you, or buy your stuff. So really think about those elements of your of your personal brand that you're putting out into the world and how you can tweak those to be more positive, to be more in line with the product you're selling. I call it congruency, and you'll read about congruency in a lot of direct sales books and in a lot of branding books. The th- way that you look and present yourself and carry yourself needs to fit with the brand and product that you're selling. I'll give you an example. A few weeks ago, I went to a Rodan and Fields event. Now, if you don't know who Rodan and Fields is, they are a skincare line in direct sales. They started with Proactive, but then they expanded into direct selling and they have the most amazing skincare products you will ever find. And I do, I'm not a rep. I'm not, (laughs) I don't work for them. But I know a woman who is a consultant for Rodan and Fields. And she invited me to go to this event. And when I walked into the event, I tell you, I felt like I was at a supermodel convention. And I don't mean they were all beautiful and skinny and tall. I mean, they were all so well put together. There was a woman who was 60 years old. I thought she was like 40. She looked so hot. She was Dressed age appropriately, she had on nice makeup, she looked put together, she looked like someone that I would want to buy skincare from, even though she's not my own age. On the other end of the spectrum, there were early 20 year olds just getting out of college, gorgeous, super well put together, beautiful skin. I also want to buy skincare from them. So, having that level of engagement with your personal brand can tie directly to the success that you're going to have with selling a product if they tie together. If you're selling jewelry, Leah Sophia or Origami Owl or one of those, wear that jewelry and make yourself look stylish and put together. Always have on a piece of jewelry. Make that your signature. You need to tie together and be congruent with the product that you're selling by elevating your personal brand. If you show up at a party or a sales meeting or a coffee with a potential recruit or a potential customer and you're wearing gross grubby yoga pants, a slobby t-shirt you don't have any makeup on and you're wearing a baseball cap, that's not a professional brand. You're being lazy and you just showed up and you didn't care. So step it up. Elevate your personal brand. No excuses. Make it work for you. You have to take time. It's part of your company to make yourself look And feel great. And again, that doesn't mean you need to be a supermodel. It just means you need to put a little bit of effort into making yourself look great, feel great, be positive in social media and out there when you're interacting with the world. That's number three, elevating your personal brand. Number two, number two is you need to change your mindset about your business and really look at it as a commitment versus a hobby. I gave the example earlier of just wanting to make 500 bucks for fun money. In your mind, that may be a hobby because you're like, oh, it's only five hundred bucks, and you know, I, it, I just want to do it a few hours a month. But even making five hundred bucks in direct sales isn't easy. You still need to commit to the process, commit to learning the back end, commit to learning the training, commit to elevating your personal brand, commit in the same way as you would if you wanted to make a million dollars a year from your business. It still requires the same things. So don't think just because something is only part time versus full time that you shouldn't commit. In equally strong, equally elevated ways. Okay? So always think about how you are putting your business on your priority list. It should always be there near the top. It should be at the top if it's your full time business, okay? I'll give you an example. When I know a woman, her name is Tracy Fixon, and she sells Shackley products. She's a mom, she's a wife, she's busy, but she has committed to her business. She's doing videos, she's got group programs, she's got all sorts of things going so that she can see that business grow. Her goal isn't to make millions of dollars, her goal is to have the freedom to be with her son, the freedom to work when she wants. To make some money to contribute to the household, she's committing to that. And she's making her business a priority. Working her website, she's working her social media, she's creating these different types of groups where people can hang out together to see the benefits of Shackley. It's amazing. I've seen her grow like gangbusters. It's amazing. So commit and make it a true priority, not just a hobby. That's number two. Number one, the most important thing you need to create direct selling success You must tell stories and find connections with people in order to differentiate yourself. Because you might be selling Avon and the lady down the street also sells Avon. Why is someone going to choose you over the lady down the street? Because someone likes you. Because someone knows you. Because someone trusts you. Because someone finds you entertaining. Because someone sees that you look congruent with the brand. The only way that you're going to communicate those things, likeability, knowability, trust, congruency is by telling your stories publicly, by talking about your own success with Avon, by talking about your customers and clients, by telling personal stories about your life, about your kids, about things that have happened in your career, about trips that you take, about awards that you've won, about charities that you support. It's really a holistic view of your life and how you can take the stories that make you interesting and unique, pulling out the ones that are gonna be most relatable to whoever you're talking to at the moment and using that to connect with them. So if you're meeting a potential new recruit for coffee, she has a lake cabin, you have a lake cabin. Well, let's talk about that for a while because that's going to be a direct connection with that person that's going to make her like you, trust you, know you, feel connected to you. Maybe you go to a a home party and one of the women has dogs and you love dogs. You have the same kind of dog. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the dogs. That's It's as simple as that. And the more stories you have, the more ways that you're going to be able to connect with people one-on-one. And that's really the key in direct sales. People have to know you, like you, trust you. And the only way you're going to get people there. Is is by being personal, by being connected, by sharing those stories that will make people believe that you are the right person for them to do business with. Now, there are some tips I'll give you here for this one for telling stories. Don't just sell and be promotional. I know a lot of direct salespeople who all I ever see from them is a promotional post. Like, want to buy this? Want to buy this? Want to come to this party? I'm placing an order. Want to place an order? Come and get my product. Come and get my product. Where instead, that should only be about 20% of what you post. The other 80% should be content and value that you're providing those potential customers and recruits that make them know, like, and trust you. So you can share things like success stories, tips, articles, and blog posts. You can form a support group or an online group like Tracy Fixen did. You can film videos. You can share quotes, things that actually benefit people instantly, that make people say, oh, yeah, that will help my life, or oh, yeah, that is interesting, or oh, that makes me feel good. Anytime you can give people that positive emotion, it elevates you just a little bit more and also increases the likelihood just a little bit more that they might open their pocketbook and pay you for something someday. Might not be today, but maybe after that 10th post of really cool and informational content that really helped improve their lives, they may say, yep, it's time for me to make that purchase. So always be thinking of that 80-20 rule. 80% stories, content, things that'll make people's lives better, 20% promotional. So those are the top five. Number five, becoming tech savvy. Number four, going through every training and video your company offers. Number three, elevating your personal brand. Number two, creating a commitment mindset versus just a hobby. And number one, telling stories and finding connections to be different. So those are my favorite five. There are a lot more. If you want to know more or you think that your company might benefit from bringing me in to train your teams, just reach out to me, send them to my website. I have an entire web page dedicated to this direct selling program and speaking that I do. Just go to happyhoureffect.com, click on speaking, and right underneath there is direct selling success. So those are the top five. And if you're in direct sales Be sure to listen to some of my previous episodes because I have some about personal branding, about work-life harmony and that mindset shift of commitment versus hobbies. Um, I have things about promotion. So go and listen to some of the earlier episodes. And if you like them, if you like this episode, please give me some love on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, wherever you listen. Five-star review and a subscription would be much appreciated. And again, if you want the show notes, just go to happyhoureffect.com click on podcast and right underneath there you can see all the episodes this is episode 14 direct sales secrets i look forward to seeing you next time again i'm kristen brown with the happy hour Effect, and we will see you